You're listening to Wake Up Tucson. This podcast is a Bustos Media production on The Voice. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. We're pounding it out here at Wake Up Tucson. 10.30 The Voice, local news and talk, third hour with Dr. D. Filippo. One week from today is our happy hour at the Short Rest Tavern inside Tucson Games and Gadgets. Really cool place. Please join us 5.30 to 7.30. And food will be catered by the great Malta Joe. I love his food. Love it. So while I love his pastizzi, they're really cool. That's the traditional savory pastry from Maltese. He now does a, um, Joe, if you're listening, I'm requesting Malta dogs. So he takes a Hebrew national hot dog and wraps it in that pastry. Yeah. And then bakes it. It's like the Ooh. ultimate pig in the blanket, as we like to say. Ooh, ooh, I'm I'm salivating right now. So please okay. join us a week from today, five thirty to seven thirty. It's in Tucson Mall, a second floor, right near the closed down um, Sears on the west side of the property. So, very fun time. Please join us. We're also celebrating uh, Joanne and I the opening weekend of Rito Racetrack. Yeah, coming up this Saturday, this Saturday, post time one o'clock. We're praying that Lucky Lupe gets in. Yeah, into a I, race this oh, weekend. I think it's a four furlong race. Yeah, come out and celebrate. If we'll let you know, I'll tell Chris. Let him know. We, we entries are coming Wednesday. If Lucky Lupe gets in, Chris can announce it, and everybody come out and cheer on Lucky Lupe. Is going to be running. There's going to be way too much money on Lucky Lupe. He's going <laughs> to all the wakeys. He, he's going to have his <laughs> Italia silks. Okay. Oh uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I love him. Okay. So he's a little goomba horse. <laughs> How many races has Lucky Lupe done so far? Lucky Lupe has done, I believe, six. races races i want to i just picked him up so you guys are are he's hitting the board so this (laughs) i I bet he is Uh, (laughs) no that's a saying i know but for 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 longs you're finding out it's a sweet spot uh well because he's been off for a little bit so we'll do him four furlongs work him up okay he's fast little i'm telling he's got issues he's got he's got behavioral issues but he's a great little horse a lot (laughs) lot of the greats had issues yeah yeah (laughs) lucky only like certain people to touch him okay i think mrs d got to touch him (laughs) she did he didn't want to touch me he likes women he likes women he likes women (laughs) but you's ready we her and i got along oh yeah well she's and she's fast we'll get her going We'll let you know about her. And then we have Gato Siciliano. Oh, my goodness. Gato could dominate this meat. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. Yeah, Gato's a wild man on the track. <laughs> <laughs> so, what you know, I do want I want the listeners to really um, find out more about Rito. And remember, we're celebrating 80 years. That's true. Okay. And it is it is just going to be, they've got a new gift shop that uh, opened up. They have the a new county. gift shop with all new swag. Yes. Because previously they were saddled in a bad situation where the guy who was selling the swag kept on reselling the stuff that he didn't sell for the last 10 years. I think he had inventory for the past. <laughs> just <laughs> I don't just know. horrible. Yeah. Horrible gear. So all new stuff, all new designs. Totally looking forward to yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's looking really good. Mark, so, Mark does a great job out there. So does everybody. At Mark was planting geraniums with his daughter when we went over yes. to see him on Saturday. Yeah. And you know what? I want to give a shout out too on this to some of the county people like Robert Padilla, who's the deputy director for Natural Resources Parks. It, just a great guy to work with as well as Martina from the county. And I think that they deserve, you know, the little kudos. Cause, and they've been, in, they've been in a tough spot. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because <laughs> Chuck basically, you know, Chuck declared war and said, you will not spend a penny on anything. Correct. Now, mind you, we're the only group that has to pay for everything. That's going to be another show. Okay. How about all two? Oh, 
Four million dollars. And you know what? That's right in my backyard. I have to look at that all the time. Oh, my God. All right. We're back to the Sun Corridor report. We're going to leave the Sun Corridor with this. We we, we found out that Joe Snell is uh, still making 475. He has. uh, Yes. He makes a 318. Uh, base and a hundred and thirty three thousand dollar bonus, and and that four seventy five <laughs> allows him to be do jobs for what Pinal, Santa Cruz County, what I don't. As we uh, like to say, inadvertently, there have been <laughs> it, it expands his ability to take credit for other people's work geof- geographically. Page, yeah. yeah. that's right. When uh, Worldview uh, launched the chicken, there, I'm sure you he did a best uh, uh, a press release. Uh, I helped uh, buy the chicken sandwich from Kentucky Fried <laughs> yeah. Chicken, thus enabling this important uh, aeronautical experiment. Uh, what, what, what I want to point out in this report before we leave it is I'm one of the pages it says there, it's completed. Okay, so this is a deliverable that he's reporting on. The COVID Recovery and Response Strategy Committee. Whoa, 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 wait a minute. Didn't the Small Business Commission ask the supervisors if they could have some money to have an independent third party? And the reason why they wanted an independent is precisely because they didn't want the county regurgitating all of the fine, wonderful things when that's not really what the case was. And we're finding out that most lockdown measures, the overall effect has been a huge negative across the board. Yes. Right. We we just had the discussion about excess deaths of anyone, any group that did lockdowns and it's ugly. Yes. It's ugly. So the, more more will be coming on Sun Quarter, and then I'm hoping we get the Michael Rossi report because I think what will be really the Rossi interesting, report sounds yeah. like a PBS talk show. The Rossi report. The Rossi report. Actually, he, sh- he should do a show on that. Okay. <laughs> so what what I'd like to do when we do the Rossi report is to look at them independently, but then collectively, because we have over 1.1 million dollars per year going out to these two entities. So you brought up the uh, pivot playbook. Yes. Which is where they, they said this is their grand new plan that all, uh, Pima County region is just going to come out of the come out of the gate like Lucky Lupe all <laughs> fired up. <laughs> right? I'm still impressed that you, that you like the horse that's named after a cat. Which one? Gatto Siciliano. Well, oh. again, it's the spirit of the cat. Well, it's because, he, it's because his lineage is from a, a surf cat, and, and the word gato in Spanish is cat. I know. And I happen to be half Sicilian, and I did it in honor of my Sicilian heritage while I wear the other half Italian silks. Right now, the only cat that matters to me is Smudge, Now, um, which is, of course, the, the meme cat. The, 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 oh, yes. We love, yes. We love Smudge All here. right. So let's, let's, we've got some time. Let's go on to, I really do want to talk about what happened at the board meeting. Now, just, the, well, just one quick thing on Sun, Sun Corridor, I just want to say. You can't let Joe go <laughs> Joe, can you? Okay. Hells no. All right. Uh, we got to do that talent perception study oh, one yeah. day. I think that's hilarious. Yes. Okay. We, we got to find out about it. Um, the uh, Pima County recently attracted an American battery factory. Of course, that's their only win they have to talk about is that's that. That's going to end up costing us uh, uh, tremendously. First of all, you see, you, you notice they talk about American battery factory and then that talent perception thing. That's that's so that they can attract talent to the area. Why? Because that's what they need for the American battery factory jobs, remember? So here's their highlights of what they did. So the Institute of Professionals for Taxation had their had a symposium here and they said 300 tax incentive and site selectors were here participating in the event and it was so great. 
We paid for their dinner. We paid for their dinner, and they they say they want to come back in November of 2024. Well, wouldn't you? That that, that that's that's <laughs> that's their like one of their big achievements. And then I want you to take that and correlate it to that attachment G. How many lead sources did we have from site selectors? Right? Not many. That's right. Then we have uh, convened a regional COVID recovery and response tr- tr- uh, strategy committee made up of regional leaders to promote the execution of resulting pivot playbook we're still talking about the pivot playbook Mm -hmm. which is just a joke it's 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 just a joke uh it's just words it's words anyway sun sword or is still screwing you just want to let you know (laughs) we could have said that at the beginning all right what's the next thing you want to talk about okay well i do i i believe that what occurred in the boardroom is going to set the stage for the next two years Actually, it's eight fifteen. Hold that thought. Okay, that's a that's a great tease. I believe. I I hold. I hold these truths. (laughs) (laughs) What occurred at the meeting is going to affect Pima County for the next two years. So, if not longer. All right, Doctor D, Christy, Phil Collins' birthday today. Also, I want to extend again. I'll keep extending it out to new Pima GOP chair Dave Smith after his wife wanted to kill free speech with a letter to uh, Patty here at the station. Uh, What we're going to do is we're inviting both of you. To come on the air, I'll give two hours a show, and Dave, you can hit her with anything you want, and she'll answer. And she's already put it in writing, but I'd love to have that discussion. Instead of saying she can't talk, why don't we put you together and have a public discussion about it? So you know where to find me. Wake Up Tucson, 1030 The Voice, local news and talk. Celebrating Phil Collins' birthday on Wake Up Tucson, and uh, need to email Chris, wakeuptucson at gmail.com. Visit dsimonehq.com to find out all things Wake Up Tucson or call us 520-790-2040. Welcome back to the Wake Up Tucson show. Um, I got an email from Grover's people. He wanted to come on to talk about debt. He's fired up about debt debt ceiling limits. So Grover's going to lose his his, uh, cookies tomorrow on Wake Up Tucson about debt ceiling limits. Looking forward to that. (laughs) Grover. Not that Grover, different Grover. Grover Cleveland. Thank you. <laughs> Doc- Not that Grover or that Grover. But. <laughs> so, Doctor D, you did a uh, you did a very ominous tease. Something that occurred to the meeting yes. is going to affect us two years or beyond. Yes. What is that? I think everyone needs to be aware of how Supervisor Adelita, well, Chair actually, Supervi- Chair Supervisor Adelita Grajalva is hell-bent on silencing voices of opposition at call to the public. Period. Kaputso, end of subject. If you do not agree with her stance, you will face opposition. Look at, I've never seen a supervisor, at least from what I've seen. Something happened to me in the past in this show where someone didn't agree with someone what they were doing and they actually emailed management and didn't want them to speak on the air either. Yeah, I I mean, it's, you know that, and what's really interesting about it Critical race theory is grounded in those who try to silence voices of opposition. This is what I find so ironic about this situation. These are the people who want to profess and promote CRT theories, principles, etc. Yet they're doing the exact thing that the CRT is saying is the problem. Except they just don't realize it. Grijalva is trying to So what you're saying is CRT is saying that the people uh, of marginalized communities are having their voices silenced. Exactly. Right? Well, and that, so the, the, the thing that you're supposed to do is silence voices 
as part of the discussion that don't agree with you. I want to say individuals such as, is it Stephanie Kirk? Is that her name? Stephanie Kirk. Okay. You know, she has a voice of opposition. Uh, in opposition to what Grahova is saying. So they Gra- stopped the meeting. Stopped the meeting and literally got into a verbal altercation. Yeah. With, um, I mean, I, I only watched it on the internet, so I couldn't see the full dynamics of the room. But when Grahova can't get her way, she's just going to close down that meeting. It That's sounds it. like they, they were, there were three guys talking to Stephanie at the podium couple of people sent me a picture, but she called up and it basically almost, it felt like she called up that the day after on the show, right? And it basically sounded like those three gentlemen were literally just kind of talking to her a little bit, didn't agree with Adelita, but wanted to put the show on that she was getting <laughs> talked to, right? Because yeah. basically it sounded like the Sergeant Arms was saying that there was nothing that Stephanie was doing that was... That was that was the contentious point for stopping the meeting, having her removed, oh, etc. Yeah, well, having her moved slash arrested. Yes, yeah. So you, you know, and remember, we've experienced what Grahalva can do already with the activities that she did on the school board. Of course. Okay. So I do. I want people to be aware when you go, when you speak at call to the public, whether you're doing it in a face-to-face situation or participation through a call-in. Keep in mind that this is something you may face if you if you cite voices she, of opposition. What she wants to do is if you bring up any of their names, she's going to shut you down. Yes. Right? And so, so means, let me tell you so what the, I do. But names, those names, Grahalva, Rex Scott, Sharon, any of them, right? Their names are connected to things called votes That's and right. actions. That's right. That's right? right. And so you have to bring up their names. She wants to do what she wants to do the royal you. Is that what she wants? Well, because what happens then is once the name is mentioned, and then what she's saying, and then you can go back and take a look at this. That's what Heinz does, that's what Scott does. They say, Oh, you know, I want to respond to that because they're talking about me. They're attacking me. And that's why and she wants no attacks on the three. She doesn't care what happens in Bronson or Christie. Right. Quite frankly, okay. Uh, I'm sorry, Sharon, but you're like a sailboat without a rudder right now, okay? But but I will tell you this much, Sharon, keep your stance. Okay? Because you still hold the principles and I love it. You know, Sharon has what, been at this twenty seven years? Okay, something like that. Did you notice how many times Sharon literally absconded the floor from Grahalva because Grahalva's like floating in, in uh, Never Never Land, okay? And and Bronson has to keep that uh, meeting moving. Correct. So, but I, I just think that w- the the worst thing that Grahalva could have done was how she behaved at her very first meeting as a chair of the Board of Supervisors. Oh, she was trying to shut everyone down and mm-hmm. there was a couple of things that people let out after Stephanie's talking that were even worse than whatever Stephanie was mm-hmm. doing and there was one where I think I think Adelita goes, well, you shouldn't say that and the woman's like, yeah, I just did. Well, like the woman who brought up the thong? <laughs> okay, yes. I, that was a registered nurse, I believe, too. She okay. said, the registered nurse lady said something that I'm not going to say here that was the one where Adelie's like, you shouldn't say that. And she's like, yeah, I already did. Sorry. Sorry. Done. So what I would do is I would always say, I would encourage people to go to the meetings, be calm and assertive like the dog whisperer, but speak truth to power. And speak factually. Speak factually. You have to be able to support your contentions, not just throw out. And you can name them. They voted for these Mm -hmm. things. 
right? They voted not to fund roads. They voted to extend Chuck Huckleberry. They voted, they voted, they voted to extend Worldview's deal. They ex- All of these things, they voted to lock you down. They voted to shut down businesses with a curfew that meant nothing. All of those things, those names are attached to that. Don't let them ever, because when they run for re-election, you better re- that's the part that they don't want you to remind people of, is they voted for this crap. But push them in a nice way, and I ask you to do it in a way that's classy, common, assertive, and I want Adelita to throw you out of the meeting. I want her to throw seven people out of meeting. She will set her mark. Again, Gandhi Salt March. Right? Remember, they all walk towards those guys with the big, yep. mean-looking sticks, and the first row walk in, and they get smacked across the head. Right? And their women pull them aside, and the next row comes in, and they get smacked. After about the third row or so, they were like, "What are we doing?" Right? And the guys with the sticks went away, and they did their salt march. Right? They get their salt. That's but, what you got to do here. You got to you got a salt march, Adelita Grahalva. Yes, and I want to I want people to remember these are elected officials. They're not our bosses. Correct. These are elected officials. These people work for you. You do not work for them. Amen. Keep, always keep that in mind. And it doesn't matter what politician it is. Of course. At, at what Both level. sides. Yes. Both exactly. sides, whatever level. You know, your job is you, you, you can uh, you can petition your government. Yes. Right? We're, we're not saying to attack anyone personally or anything. They, trust me, you don't have to attack them personally. They are train wrecks in governance. They speak for themselves by what they do. <laughs> I mean, look at the streets of Pima County right now. It's a mess. It's a drug-addled mess out there. There's no, there's no civic pride or respect in this community. It's a mess. I got, I mean, I got a county jail that have people are dying left and right. No one says anything. It's like the elephant in the room. They don't want to touch that thing. Mm -hmm. It is amazing. Right? I mean, so we talked about it. Right now, Nanos is running three to four times higher than the national average for any jail in America. And that is not a news story, other than to the Arizona Luminaria guys who actually covered it and called it a constitutional hellhole. That's the Pima County Jail. Great job today. Thank you so much. Look forward to seeing you on Monday after. Hopefully, Lucky Lupe runs. You'll see, see everybody. Sat- you'll see us Saturday. See everybody out at the track. Come and support Pima County Historic Rito Racetrack. Eighty years in the running. All right, young lady. Have a great day. Thanks. Take care. The great Doctor D. Filippo. Phil ban- Phil Collins has a big band. Is this uh, Chips and Salsa or the other one? That's all. Oh, that's all. They do cover. They has done some covers of Genesis tunes. Here we go. All right. Wake up, Tucson. 1030 The Voice, local news and talk. A little chips and salsa, huh? Nothing much better. A bunch of English guys doing a song about chips and salsa, as we like to say. Uh, just put up on my Facebook page, Christopher D. Simone, the Sun Corridor 990 uh, salaries. Uh, think about this. Joe Snell's bonus is four times the average P- Pima County per capita. <laughs> The, uh, so think about that. So remember Dr. Hines, who's always says he's Mr. Working Poor or whatever. Remember he rubber stamped it because he said he had a big, long discussion with the chair of the board of Sun Corridor, which turned out to be, he forgot to say it on the meeting, uh, his boss. <laughs> <laughs> That's Judy Rich over at the hospital. Um uh, Barney, let's go to the mailbag a little bit. Uh, we're talking about reparations, right? How about 4,000 years of reparations from the Egyptians for the Jews? 
You're not. Yeah, that, that, uh, let's see. Um, Kathleen, our friend Kathleen Dunbar, uh, former councilwoman. Uh, excellent summary of the Pima County Republican situation. I've been volunteering since the day after Bill Clinton's election. Pima County has always been self-destructive. Thank you for being the sane voice. And do, 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 and then let's get the Billy Beard. I had a couple I want to get to real quick. Uh, first of all, their names are on the plates of their fronts of their chairs. Right? If she doesn't want to. So if you don't want to use your name, take take your take your name plates off the off the chairs. Uh, and then, of course, he says, in case of the bikini boy, it's on Matt's screen. Well, that's true. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, compare and contrast the uh, the uh, lake at all margins in 2022 and losing in Pima, not pretty. And, you know, we were just talking about, again, in the beginning of this whole discussion, we were talking about uh, the state of the Republican Party. We were talking about uh, Sergio sent me the heat map on the Maricopa County 2022 elections with Kimberly Yee, and it's pretty damn red. And that's even with, quote, uh, tabulating problems. Because her 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 ballots had tabulating problems. According to my according to my data, she was on the same same ballot as Carrie Lake. So we'll see how all that goes. Um, okay, we gotta get. Some, I want to get some local stuff. We might have to we might have to hold a shiffer on to later. I think Matt, because I just I got so many tabs, it's gonna blow blow your doors off. So the tabs, woof, big tabs. Uh, now this is. You know, we've we've had some low marks in Tucson history, especially, and it really hit me when uh, when the Tucson Crime Free Coalition had their explain the pain at um, at the Board of Soups. They did one they did one on the air with us, but they did one on in December at the Board of Soups. And the lady who was one of the managers at Holy Hope Cemetery or Evergreen, one of those, came up and talked about how the the, the 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 cemetery has turned into an absolute drug crime written crap hole where if there was something like i guess you can buy a headstone that has like a little glass in it or plastic clear and there's something that's important to the person in the sort of a memento or remembrance right it could be a little crucifix or whatever that the the the, the fentanyl criminals were breaking those to steal that literally as i said last week last month it's still January. Last month, we were down to grave, grave robbing. I mean, it's grave robbing. Okay? So then I see this story. I, it came up on What's Up Tucson, but then uh, Kagon 9, uh, Ryan, Ryan Fish. Yes, the Ryan Fish. Um, we literally had a drive-by, it sounds like, at Holy Hope Cemetery during a funeral procession. It's just getting to be Thunderdome. So a friend of mine said, "Well, that sounds like something out of a like a mob movie. Even the mobsters respect the cemetery. They have like <laughs> some limits." Yeah, I mean, even I don't think this. I don't think the the mob, the Italian mob. Let's uh, let's get to the more classier of murderous criminals. Okay, the Italian mob does not. I don't think they're they're shooting up cemeteries anytime soon. This is pure gang thuggery. So right now in Rahina and Steve Kozachik and Paul Cunningham and Nikki Lee's Tucson with Slain Santa Cruz, uh, a man falling asleep uh, is Richard Fembris uh, also. Um, 
and Paul Dahl, Jerry Dahl, whatever. Rahina's pool guy, okay? Um, we're now having drive-bys at cemeteries. So, uh, a little challenge out to the guy who says he's the Catholic bishop around here, Weaselberger. Can you, actually, Weisenberger, whatever your name is, can you, this is where you do a statement. Remember you had all those statements in support of Rahina locking down and ruining people's lives? I noticed that Bishop Weisenberger hasn't come out with a retraction statement yet about how horrible it was for suicide, health, education, all those things. Oh, and people getting their life savings depleted and obliterated at their small business. I noticed the bishop didn't say anything about that either. You know, I was never impressed with him, and then I really got unimpressed with him at Deb uh, Garibay's funeral, where he was he was the doing the uh, homily, and he literally said, "I know this is Deb's funeral, but I'm not going to make. I don't want to make this about myself." And then he actually talked about himself for ten minutes, and we're all looking at each other like, "What just happened?" He sticks. He sticks. Uh, so anyway, I'd like to see Bishop Weisenberger come out and say, dear Tucson, I'm really, we're, as a Catholic church, can you please stop shooting up our funeral processions during a, a burial of a Catholic body? Can, can we, or anyone's body? Can we do that? Can we, can, Bishop Weisenberger, can you actually find some integrity and call for human decency? Can you do that for me? I don't know if you can, but we're asking for it. We have a shooting behind the Walmart on Wetmore. Life-threatening injur- injuries. TPD has not identified or arrested a shooter. I didn't realize the street back there was called Diamond Street Loop. No idea, right? When I saw a diamond, I'm like, where is that? You know, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, the alley behind a Walmart. Fancy. Fancy. Um, we keep hearing these stories of through social media, the drug cartels are attracting uh, teenagers with money to drive illegal immigrants uh, through Arizona. So on Saturday, U.S. Border Patrol arrested a 15-15-year-old U.S. citizen in Benson, Arizona. They observed suspected migrants inside an SUV at a gas station. This is what happens when you get the 15-year-old a real mule knows to to fuel up before you pick up your people, right? You we don't need the gasoline to make the car go. Correct. Yeah. You did it beforehand, and you know not everyone getting funyuns. Right, right. Got to keep the driver fueled up too. Sure. Correct. So this is what happens when you use. But there's plenty of other 15 year olds they'll trick and entice with money. And of course, if he's 15, they probably won't. He'll, he'll be a slap on the wrist. I bet. Because he's 15. I bet if you're the cartel, you're better off getting a 15-year-old than you are an 18-year-old. Why not? Right. 27-year-old woman dead after crashing in the concrete barrier. So 1.15 in the morning, a 27-year-old Anahi Soto has died after losing control of her car. She was driving northbound on stone well over the posted speed limit. She failed to negotiate the curve. And the I assume this is the one, the curve just north of Limber lost over there. That, that curve, that's the only curve I can think of on stone. Yeah, I'm right not as you're sure. Head north, um, lost control of her vehicle near East Calle, Arizona, caused her to crash into a concrete barrier. She was driving a 2011 uh, Chevy Camaro, not wearing her seatbelt, container of alcohol. Ugh, so sad. 
So sad. Um, all right. So this is another one. So Andrew Christensen, a reporter at K-Gun 9. Yeah, I'm about right. I see Limber lost on your screen. So right by Marv's place there. There's that curve. Yep. There you go. Yeah, that I mean that curve's dangerous. Lucky it didn't end up in the house. Yeah, I mean right. right. I mean that 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 curve for me is dangerous when I'm going forty. Let alone this poor drunk woman going ninety. So uh bill number two, before I get to the story about uh Andrew Christensen, wonderful eleven year old reporter at K got nine. Um So he sends me little Timmy's column about deaths in Tucson. And he finally admits there's a Tucson has a drug problem, but he talks about he's, he's giving himself a spit metal that he's been banging this drum for 10 years. Okay. So what he's down to is Tucson can't give away, can't abandon its car culture is the big problem. Yep. Who for decades has been building streets without sidewalks, streetlights? Tucson. Who, who for decades? Tucson. Has City, been of doing Tucson. This? City of Tucson. City of Tucson. City of Tucson. Car culture. Car culture. You want rickshaws? You want <laughs> buses? The buses are already free. Nobody's riding them. Right, because they're basically They've been free for two years. I mean, the idea that someone can't tell Rahina and the city council that free buses means that you're literally the drug criminals free ride across the city. I mean, that's what you're doing. I mean, right. The, the, the region has rejected freeways after opportunity after opportunity for decades, multiple decades. And, uh, you know, I'm sorry, but it is a long way from Houghton to downtown. If you've got some business to do downtown, it's a long way. You, I mean, unless you're going to saddle up and take a horse and, and a lunch, then good luck. The other, of course, thing that little Timmy, and we call him little Timmy, he's stuck in the well. And Lassie hasn't helped him find anyone to get him out of the well. Okay. But little Timmy, here's a, here's, I'm going to give you a number that counts. Five. Okay. That is, according to Chief Kazmar in his Wake Up Tucson interview, was the amount of traffic patrol officers roaming around Tucson under Chris Magnus. Five. Now, Chad has got it up to 15. When I asked him, how many do you really need at minimum for a city like Tucson of its sprawling size, I believe he said 45 to 50. So when Rahina, Steve Kozacic, and Chris Magnus gets traffic patrol officers down to five, then everyone gets to drive like a jerk with no There's repercussions. no consequences. Right? I mean, we've seen this. Right. And so the number's five. Now it's 15. But when Tim Steller says, well, Tucson just hasn't abandoned its car culture. Of course, the other question is how many other communities have abandoned car culture? I can't, I can't name any that have abandoned their car culture in America. We need them to get places. <laughs> I, I mean, I just, I, yeah, I see stuff like that. I don't even know what to say. But back to your free bus thing, right? You're right. So if you say, look, we'd like you to take the bus more, right? You've just made the buses unrideable. 
right? So you say, look, we, we'd love to get one out of every 10 Tucsonans on a bus this year instead of driving their car to work. Okay, let's say that that's what something they say. Well, you've made the buses unrideable because they're basically drug fentanyl gang public rolling toilets. All documented in articles, not making it up. Not at all. I'm, I'm surprised with Suntran recording the show and the, me saying the word Suntran. I haven't, Suntran? A, I haven't gotten a call yet. That's a real story. I said something about a meeting I was at at Suntran years ago about how scared they were of neighborhoods, right? And literally, I get a call from the junior PR lady who says, hey, our software picked you up. And I'm like, say what? <laughs> I thought only Huckleberry had the software. <laughs> All right, when we come back... The city of Tucson is doing a dealio with uh, TEP, and the timing of this election for TEP is fascinating. And wait, and if you listen to the show enough, you <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Phil Collins' birthday today. We are remember we're only three days away from the big Groundhog's Day show, one of the biggest shows of the year. We call it Fraud Hog Day for my boy Mark Fincham. So wait till the wait wait till Phil comes out and sees the fraud and he's gonna run right back in. Wake up. Eight fifty in the morning, you're on Wake Up Tucson, ten thirty the voice, local news and talk. I was looking for my latest Mark Fincham email, and it's January twenty sixth, so I'm wondering if they got back to him and they scrubbed me off the list. Don't worry, I'll just go back with another fake one. So if anyone's on the Fincham email list, let me tell me if they got it. I want to know if it's just he's took off a few days. So, but uh, we're going to do a whole thing with him probably tomorrow. Uh, I was talking to a friend of mine. He's trying to come off like a televangelist. And so uh, we'll figure that out before it's over. All right, TPD, TEP, Tucson Electric Power. So City of Tucson's going to hold an election for a new fee... That would make Tucson carbon neutral. Now, um, City of Tucson is going to hold a special election that would allow voters to weigh in on whether TEP should charge you a new fee that would go f- towards underground electric lines in an effort to make Tucson carbon neutral by 2030. Um. So now we're voting on rate hikes at the city council meeting, or where are we going here? It is a rate hike. I thought that was Corpcom. Well, that's another question, right? So maybe we have to bring our our uh, Republican, the new guys. I don't think Leah will. I think Leah thinks this is probably fine, but we'll give her a chance. We'll have to ask her. Uh, but uh, we'll have to ask the new guys plus Jim O'Connor on whether or not they think it's cool for a uh, – TEP to raise a fee through a vote uh, with the city of Tucson. Interesting now, angle. Now, here's the other thing. I, we got to find out more about this, right? We're going to go electric underground ride. Th- this sentence that the 11-year-old wrote is interesting, okay? It would go towards ele- underground electric lines in an effort to make Tucson carbon neutral by 2030. Um... The new see, <laughs> see this 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 is where the rubber meets the road, right? It's about money, power, or vanity, but mostly it's about the money. Okay, so that sentence that the eleven-year-old wrote isn't great. Okay, so 
this is the so remember they were trying to build TEP wanted to build new towers, you know, uh, poles. But of course, the center part of town didn't want that. Now it's okay, uh, according you know, if you, you you can ignore my five G girls and have your brain fried by five G, but don't put the big electric towers outside my thing, because of course that's your you know mess with you on better Wi Fi, so you can watch every Yellowstone show ever humanly possible. Now you watch all three at the same time, okay? Wearing your duster to the to the Kevin Dahl community meeting now. So I assume what happened is check this out. This is this is the beautiful part. I don't know what genius at TEP did. Not, again, I'm a genius, but think about this, right? So Matt, tell me if I'm wrong. There was resistance to new poles, right, up in the air, right? That sounds correct. Right. Right. The resistance to new poles with new electric wires hanging over your head. A lot of signs up. Yep. A lot of signs up resisting them. Exactly. Now, so. TP sits with the city and they're like, dude, we got to, the only way we can do this is put them underground, right? But TEP rightfully is going to say it's going to cost a truckload of money. But why would the city care? Right? Because what happens is it's really a tax you're paying for. All right? They're throwing the TEP, and I assume TEP will pay most of the money for the campaign to get it done. Wait wait till you see how much TEP throws around our money to get this done. But the thing that's the real de- the real deal is it creates a new fee that goes towards the city of Tucson's climate action and adaption plan. The plan is just a draft now. They don't even have a real plan. It'll also go towards electric charging uh, stations and educating the public about a climate change and its impact on Tucson. So what's happening is TEP is going to get money to do the underground, which infrastructure-wise has got to be a nightmare. A nightmare. Look at when they went the Broadway project for to it. Correct, correct. So that's going to, this is going to be a nightmare. But the real payoff is the city is sucking you out for a fee to create more bureaucracy. Remember, to educate people about climate change and its impact? I mean, that's at least 15 jobs. That's a director at 150 easy with Benny's, not as big as Joe Snell's Benny's. Now, here's the best part, though. Matt, the the mayor and three other positions are up in the city uh, city council elections, right, or this year, right, at the end of the year in November. Uh, numbered years, yes. Right? They're putting this special election on May 16th. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Why do you say – I'm going to do a little – People have a left little town. Cool. <laughs> No voters. 15 people have leverage. 15 voters have leverage. This is Rahina Romero, TEP, and the city council. I assume this went... I, I, can't, I don't know if this was approved 7-0. I'm just going to assume it was. They're literally saying they don't really care about most of your opinion. So you put it in May, right? The U of A, U of a grad weekend, right after U of A grad weekend. Heading out of town for those summer vacations. Heading out of town. The snowbirds aren't here, right? And then all you do, they don't do a big, they just they just target the, 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 the this got to go back to the D's that voted in the last so many specials. And you can get a tax on this whole city with, I don't know, I bet they get 4,000 to 5,000 people at most of a city of 625 
to slam a new tax on you. All by mail. All by mail. I'm going to tell you something. The idea that anyone in the, in the media thinks this is a good idea, well, they want it, right? Again, this is a tax the poor. Now, I guess what they'll do is they'll charge you even more on the fee so that if you can't pay your electric bill, they'll go through and the people who can pay their electric bill will then pay your electric bill. Let's go to Al real quick. Al, I got, I got, I got a little long-winded there. I apologize. Good morning. Can you hear me? You, yes, I can. Hello. You, yeah, okay. Al, I got you. You got this about you got, you got about sixty okay, seconds. This is the problem. The lines that they want to stretch up are over that Broad Ring Country Club thing. They don't want to see it. They want to put it underground. It's going to cost three times as much, and all the lines go to Banner University. Why don't they make the U of A pay for it? Why should I have to pay? Because they don't want to see power lines. So when you so just just clarify when you say they're going to Banner University, what does that actually mean? It's going from a substation out there by the freeway all the way across the town to Bannon University to the hospital because they need more power over there to run the hospital. Gotcha. Okay. And they want that neighborhood wants everybody else to pay for it. Oh, because we don't want the lines under. Well, people don't understand this. Instead of using a six inch pipe, you have to use a 12 inch pipe because electric lines underground overheat. Um, I tell you, that's something I, so I, I did not right, know. Make Banner University pay for it. They want more power for their hospital? Make them. Why should I have to pay for it? Al, I appreciate the phone call as always, man. Thanks for all, all your hard work out there. I appreciate it. You have a great job, dude, and keep exposing all these lies. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Later. Uh, Barney and all the voters, most likely most of the voters will be union members. <laughs> Uh, let's see uh, Suntran this is Dr. Neil the free RV for you drug addicts there's some truth to that again it's 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 a weird it's weird and wacky but remember the city of Tucson and TEP are going to do a May 16th on you because they don't want you to vote in it they want as little they're going to incur an extra cost of an election which they can just throw the, the ballot on with the city council elections but the mayor oh, yeah. do, the mayor doesn't want to be on the same election as the TEP fee I don't know if you know this, but they're mildly selfish and narcissistic over there. So, all right, let's get going. Everyone have a good day. Remember, Dave Smith, you have a inter- you have a invitation. Two hours of radio. You and Shelly Kais, you guys can both let it rip. So, you know where to find me. See you tomorrow, guys.